What's up, everyone? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. You can catch us every Monday on all platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're listening right now, we thank you. If you're watching us, I'm Drake Beard 1, Frank G's Drake Beard 2. We are rocking the Drake Beard. Mm, you ain't gonna get no reaction out of me from that one. What? Because we all know I'm Drake Beard One and you're Drake Beard Two. Yeah, right. My beard is way thicker. I am Drake Your Beard One. Beard you are is, Drake Beard Two. Now, with that being said, kind of blonde, while I mine mean, is black. I so maybe, so maybe I, I'm like the the Jake Paul of the beards. You could be like the Nate Robinson. All right. See, now that's disrespectful. <laughs> I was gonna let you know. I you know I I'm about to bring off air commentary on air because you're being very disrespectful <laughs> fucking guy over here is wearing ken doll doll shirts <laughs> so listen it's not my fault my shirts get tighter as i get bigger just buy bigger shirts it's not that <laughs> difficult so over the weekend we had a mike tyson fight pay-per-view felt like back in the 90s right and we actually did a, an episode uh, of mike tyson it was actually a really good episode we did the empire of mike tyson yes we did which is kind of crazy. It was. Uh, I think it was probably one of the best Empire episodes we did. Uh, we found out Mike Tyson has earned about $800 million in in fight fees, and his net worth is about $3 million. So He blew all that, yeah. It, well, he literally, he was just puffing it down. So I, I understand <laughs> to, to some extent. However, I'm financially uh, good managing cash. So I, I don't know. But it was a very entertaining fight. Um, what do you think? I did not think it was that entertaining. Um, okay, from a night standpoint, I guess I guess I should have said night. It was an entertaining night. It it was an entertaining night. To be honest, the best matches was like the first two of the, the first begin- one was a great match. First match was great. Uh, I don't even remember their names. It was like Vasquez and Gonzalez or something like that. But uh, the fight between Tyson and uh, Jones, like Snoop says, it was like two uncles at a barbecue fighting. So I'll take that. What I'm what I'm was more curious about was the undercard since I've seen this being marketed for months now, which was Nate Robinson, former basketball player, a three-time slam dunk champion. I mean, a fan favorite when he played for the New York Knicks versus Jake Paul, who is 23 years old, uh, who made it from his brother being a YouTuber, and now he just focuses on fighting. Um, there was a lot of shit talk going and on. And music, apparently. Well, He's just smart. I mean, yeah, Jake, yeah, he's yeah. just he's just smart. He I is mean, smart, but he certainly does annoy me. Well, that that's his that's persona. His yeah, yeah, he's he's I, like that. I'm trying to think of a WWE douchebag. wrestler who like plays that. I mean, he's McGregor. I mean, he's Connor. No, it's exactly like, what Connor's doing. Connor McGregor is more likable, in my opinion. Plus, I'm, Connor he McGregor was it back in the day. But Connor McGregor also backed up his stuff. This guy has fought uh, two barely boxers. So he's 23. I mean, it seemed like Nate Robinson didn't know what the hell was going on. He was trained by some terrible boxer. So Nate Robinson's 37, facing a 23-year-old who had the the bigger reach, had the height advantage, the muscle weight. I think think Nate just thought that because he could fight on the street, that translates into the ring. 
he, very silly. But I mean, he did not seem trained at all. He was he was running at him at full speed. That's Hilarious. not what you do. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Jake Paul threw eight punches, connected on like four. And knocked him down on three. He windmilled the fuck out of him. And just Nate Robinson was sleeping. Hilarious. Now, what I find very intriguing is that, one, how um, pivotal, or, or I can't, man, I always forget that word. Starts with a P. God damn it. Um, I wish it, I could help you. I, I wish you could, too. Jake Paul is huge, right? 30 yeah, million yeah. followers across multiple platforms, huge star, has the cachet to actually call out Connor that can generate revenue like that, playing or versing against a former athlete. So everybody, Dave Portnoy, everyone in the media thought that Nate Robinson was going to kick the shit out of this kid. And the more I dug into it, it seemed like the only logical reason that people had was that he was just a YouTuber, which didn't make sense to me. In fact, I looked at it as he's using his platform and brand to then catapult him to what he actually loves to do, which I found fascinating. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously just begun boxing. Um, I, I mean, he, he's been like a year and a half he's been training. Well, he's yeah. 23. Well, he certainly has to grow much, much, much more to even compete with anyone, it seems like. I mean, you can't go off of his two fights, I feel like. But he's obviously serious about it. I mean, he certainly seems serious about it, but... It's not even comparable to Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather in boxing. It was way more underclassed. Nate Robinson was a guy from I, the street. I, I don't know. I mean, if you if Conor was to box Jake, I think... He would, would... wreck Jake Paul. Bro, Connor's not, not even a boxer. Bro, he stood in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, the best. Man, I, I see. I can't believe you're even questioning giving you, Jake Paul this credit. Yo, I'm just, first off, I tell you what, it looked like he lived the life right after. Jesus. Yeah, he, he was part, he's partying hard. Man, damn. That was, yeah. Uh, it was funny reading the comments. It's like people in the U.S., I guess COVID doesn't live there. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of weird, too, obviously. There was no one in this, uh, the arena. It was just a very – it was a $49.99 pay-per-view. It was just a very strange – I felt like everywhere I looked on screen, there was weed, whether it was advertised or it was just being <laughs> smoked. <laughs> there was a ton of weed on it was, it was it was weed it was only weed that place was domed out where i swear mike tyson was getting stoned fighting he, well that could have helped him he smokes a ton yeah. hey hey i mean he probably supplied it yeah uh, snoop dogg had the fattest blunt ever when i when he was on stage i tell you the fact that you can perform and smoke that much and like not cough or it interrupt your vocals is i, I mean a credit and kudos to them well, he rapped like his half his song and didn't touch his blunt once. And I'm like, ain't no way that thing's still lit. He took the biggest puff of that thing halfway through yeah, the song. Man. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't think they inhale half the time because what they exhale is like right it, away. It's, it's, a whole, it's a whole cloud. I'm yeah, yeah. like, yo, <laughs> you got to inhale that, bro. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're smoking six of them, you probably inhale as little as you want, as little as you can. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, you but he, know. It was interesting because even Snoop Dogg, uh, people 
are commending him for be, they want him to announce everything like a commentator yeah. yeah so so that that is what that's the power of brand and and kevin o'leary mentioned it uh a few days ago he said post pandemic you're gonna see web 2.0 and web 2.0 is gonna be centered around brand the bigger the brand are the more you can go direct to consumer and then you can literally pivot into any avenue you want i mean you're seeing that with jake paul you just saw it with uh Snoop Dogg, Nate Robinson, it went complete reversed. Yeah, yeah, they apparently Nate Robinson is just done so. I mean, word says he's still sleeping. (laughs) Certainly felt bad for that. I just don't understand that thought. thought. I mean, I I felt terrible, but like I was literally laughing at the comments out loud. Yeah. Like like the the memes were just too funny. And I'm like, oh man, you gotta settle down, Chris. Like it's not funny, you know? I mean, hey, he did his thing. But then it's like you see people and they're just like, ha (laughs) Yeah, they everyone was like, you do not represent the NBA players. (laughs) Like that's fucked up. Mad disrespectful, especially when you know his history and uh you know, what he accomplished. He was actually a really good basketball player. Well, that's why, I mean, it looked like he potentially could have stood a chance because he still has all his athletic abilities. The man was jumping around the ring like... My guy stood no chance. He didn't, yeah, well, he looked like he just didn't have a fight. So whatever street fights he thinks he's good at, I just can't imagine who he's fighting. <laughs> I mean, he also probably is uh, recollecting 20 years in the past in which he was 17, which yeah. would be, that would be a closer gap than what it was currently. Yeah, but, but I, I would assume a 36-year-old NBA superstar is just as athletic. I mean, he looks shredded. It's, as com- someone, it's completely different, though. It's a different – as in you're saying different me- mum, muscle, muscle memory and sport. Muscle memory, sport, knowledge, yeah, 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 what you're yeah. watching for. I, Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. His, his vertical did not help him in the ring. I was, I was saying that before. Like, well, the only way is that help if he jumps up and head punches him, Superman punches him right in the face. Terrible. <laughs> terrible um but entertaining fight i suppose uh it was a great november for your boy only reason why i sat there and ordered that bitch um otherwise i probably wouldn't have ordered it but then again that just goes to show you how much it probably attracted attracted people you're saying because you normally wouldn't buy it i would not buy that shit i also bought bought a kanye hoodie just because that attracted people who love tyson for back in the day that attracted people who want to see Nate Robinson kicked Jake Paul's ass. I can't imagine. Yeah, that attracted a bunch of people. Snoop. I mean, the performances were cool. They said Lil Wayne was going to be there. I didn't see him. Yeah, they were headlining. I'm so happy you said that. They were headlining Lil Wayne hard. Uh, yeah, I, I was waiting for that. I was like, I'd rather hear his performance, to be honest. I didn't hear Wheezy. That, maybe because he got hit with, with some uh, gel shit. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what minute are we on, my man? 11. Well, on the 11th minute, I felt like I wanted to talk about a few things prior to coming on air. I mean, I haven't done a memory lane Monday in a bit. I may go down memory lane Monday. I may not go down memory lane Monday. I may go down the path that feels right. Mm. Uh, Mm. Yep. Back now, y'all. Yep. I'm going to take it back. Mm. Me and my boy, we haven't gone down memory lane Monday in a bit. It has been quite some time. And I'm going to take it down. We're going to go down the road of memory lane Monday. Memory lane Monday, that's where we're going. Taking a stroll. 
Oh, look Monday. at you. Man, my man looks like he's just on psychedelics chilling. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take this down because I feel like I had such a high this month when it came to selling shit. Mm-hmm. That God damn it. I'm a fucking good ass salesman. So it brought me back to when I worked for Yelp, my man, and how I got fired. Okay. Got, okay. Got fired from Yelp. This douchebag didn't like me. And the reason why I want to say this particular story is because I was wearing my Odell Beckham gloves. <laughs> and it made me realize when you were talking about Odell Beckham getting shit on off air, mm-hmm. how. I got fired from Odell Beckham smoking a blunt and doing cocaine. Ah. So I was cold calling a bunch of businesses, trying to sell them advertising for Yelp. Could suck my peach. Um, they did teach you something, though. What's that? <clears throat> they brought you to the next level of selling. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's funny because I kind of told this story twice today. And I remember telling the person who fired me, the director of the manager who got me fired, telling him straight to his face, I am LeBron James and I will take my talents elsewhere. And then I walked out like Tupac walked out the courtroom and everybody was like, oh, (laughs) it was awesome. But long story short, I was trying to sell to clients. I only had about 800 dials to call. Now you have a quota, a monthly quota, but you only have 800 dials to call. You have to make 60 dials per day. So before you know, at the end of the month, you initially hit every lead prospect almost twice. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they set you up for. That's what they set you up for. So it's incredibly difficult to sell and hit a quota when you only have an X amount of leads. And my way of selling is to make friends with people. So when I call them two months down the line, They're cool with me, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Build a friendship, build a relationship. 100%. The manager, though, looked at that as wasting company time. And he saw me talking to a customer for 20 minutes and not be aggressive, decided to listen on my phone call, and he overheard me discussing Odell Beckham using substance abuses because the prospect I was speaking with was a goddamn giant fan. So you were talking about current events with them. Exactly. Current sporting events. My manager didn't like that. Mind you, Yelp had like he might just not have liked you. Yeah, potentially, because I became a threat. Yeah, because that just doesn't seem warranted for termination. Well, he then looked more into my phone calls. (laughs) He dug a little deeper. He dug a little deeper. (laughs) And, I mean, one of the phone calls, he he found a call where... I had sick days and I had to use one and I was discussing this to a prospect. Oh yeah. And it was really a mental health day. It was a specific day where I needed, I did not want to go into work. So I would, I I don't use mental health days, but like in this particular day I used it. And then I, on the phone call, I didn't say it was a mental health day. I just said what it was. I had a sick day. I had to use. And did they, did you get in trouble for discussing business like this business? Of course, of course. So like none of it was good. Long story short, this asshole got me fired, but then I got him (laughs) fired. Frank G. I got him fired. 
coming right back at you. Yeah, this motherfucker, he, oh, man, he, he got me fired. But then I'm walking with my boy Chaz, who was no longer my boy, because once my Insta- Instagram started blowing up, he actually stopped picking up my calls. But he was my boy, my day one from Yelp. I'm walking with him, and he said, Chris, if you get fired, you have to bring up what happened three months ago. Now, what happened three months prior is that he said, what is the most embarrassing moment? And went across the whole team, which was 15, half female, half male. And then when it got to him, he talked about exposing his weenie. <laughs> very, very poor management like story. Yeah. So, one, this was one of the best teams and the best manager to be on. Like, th- he was the top producing manager. We were dope. And he just had to stick his nose where it, did, it didn't belong. I mean, if he's he micromanaged you a little bit, but yeah, he just... and I mean, and there's much more details to his story. I'm not getting into just for the the savoring of the story, but the little bastard <laughs> tried getting me fired. So now I'm having my exit interview, and I'm like, you know, one of the reasons why he got me fired was using unprofessionalism because I'm talking about this on the phone, talking about this on the phone, and I turned around and I'm like, hey, look, I understand. I'm not getting my job back. I don't want my job back because fuck y'all. I didn't sign my severance pay because that sucked ass and I was going to compete with them and make more money, which I did. But I asked the HR lady, I'm like, you know, you're writing me up for unprofessionalism where you and the director don't believe I should be written up. But this guy's talking about, you know, busting out his dick over here. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, this HR lady was a pretty lady. She was, you know, probably 25. I don't know. Her oh, ear, youngin. Her ears perked up. What? Of course. <laughs> it's like Could our you... first big case. <laughs> Could you tell me more? I'm like, look, I don't want to be that guy. But I'm telling you. I <laughs> but I am that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was, I, I mean, I'm getting unjust here. And this guy over here is managing people talking about his dick out. You guys, you guys do the investigation. I'm out. Left the courtroom. Left the room like like Tupac. <laughs> he left the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. Two days later, I find out that motherfucker got fired. I was like, ha ha ha. I had a job making. Well, I didn't even have a job. I used my unemployment to to start Legacy, and then four months later, found a job where I was making double what I was making. Yeah, I mean, we have no idea where this guy is right now, though, right? So that is what's funny. He is potentially the only guy I'm scared of in on Earth. Why is that? Because he had a hundred and thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar cushy job, feet laid up, chilling, you know, probably banging his coworkers, and uh, <laughs> I took that right off from him. And um, you think there's a vengeance coming? Oh, man, it's on site. If he sees me, it's not even like a, hey, how you doing? You taught me a lesson. It's like you cost me. Bro, how do you even put down a resume when you got fired for like sexual misconduct? You can't even put that out on your resume. You worked there five, six, seven years. You're fucked. Well, it's like what if, you're, what if you get mixed up in a scandal at, at a, a job somewhere? Eventually, you could kind of work things out. You can tell that could be like he could play that off somehow. It may take a year, two years to get a job, but I don't I don't know how it works out. It worked out great for me. And I've gotten written up from for <laughs> for for uh um, multiple things. 
Yeah, and each one of them was bullshit. I mean, like, when I got written up for being a sexist. Well, bullshit in the eyes of where, like, no one, you're not really truly trying to offend anyone, but the rules in an office are so different than when we talk. So you are correct, but if I was to even discuss what, what happened at scale, I think they would lean in my favor over here. I mean. I don't know. According to the training I've taken at work, you certainly wouldn't. Although once we all take the training, me and my team, we say the same which is terrible to say, but uh, I mean, look, well, me getting, man, it's like, I, I, this takes you down another whole story, which is, is bullshit, but I'm not a sexist. All I'm saying is that if a girl telemarketer calls you, you are more likely to speak to her depending on the topic than a male telemarketer. I don't know. I don't know. But that's exactly how I explained it to my <laughs> female manager, and she wrote me up, and it was a whole big thing. And I literally said, but I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. He leaves it He leave it in the air, so like, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. Don't yo, take my word. <laughs> yo, yo, there was 70 new trainees. I pretty much almost broke the Yelp record. I had number one stats in five of the six KPIs registered, and the sixth one I was not number one. I was like number four. And that was talk time. So I'm number one in everything. I'm literally this, the, a bright star. Like I'm, 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 I'm a young LeBron. You know, I walked out leaving like a LeBron. You burned out though. I didn't, bur- I didn't burn out. <laughs> I'm flexing. <laughs> I guess uh, Yelp just wanted to take their, take their business elsewhere. Bro, on my birthday, Mushy God texted me and said, happy birthday, read this article. It was an article all about Yelp's aggressive sexual abuse culture and all this bullshit. And I was like, Yelp, you could suck it. So they essentially, again, in trouble for things they've accused you of or some bullshit. Yeah, which, dude, Yelp was the only company I've ever worked for where in the pamphlet, the training manual, they're like, it's okay to date your coworker. You just have to let us know. That's like everywhere, no? I don't know. I've never, I, no one even talks about dating a coworker. It's just, don't, don't talk about it. Well, yeah, it's just in case, I guess, something. Yeah, that could certainly have... be an issue on a team, though. I, that's how, I know people at work. So that's exactly why they, they, of course, acknowledge it and transparent it. And it's like a college atmosphere. So you have to, I guess, present that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're already putting that shit in the air. Yeah, but it, yeah, I mean that's just bad. That's bad news, bears though. It seems I would not like you on the same team on the same selling floor. I don't know. That yeah, caused problems. Not to mention the same girl who wrote me up or reported me for being sexist also lost a twenty five thousand dollar engagement ring that her fiance got her. So I don't want to hear shit. Who's responsible? Who's not? That's how not do you lose that? That's not for me. That's not for me to judge. All I know is that I'm not taking advice from that girl. Man, I certainly would be pissed. Oh, pissed is not the word. <laughs> I guess newly broken up. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, uh, the dude was rich. I don't know. She didn't. She didn't last like another three months. She was out of the whole company. So, uh, but you know what? That write up. The guy told me something, which I actually told you like a month ago. He said, "Look, you could be the best salesman ever who walked in this door." But perception is reality. So you got to get your shit together. And I was like, damn, that's a lesson right there. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, that's pretty wise words. Certainly, certainly happens in the workforce when uh, you get written up for saying something that you really don't mean and someone else perceives it very negatively. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) What minute are we on now? Uh, 24. You certainly would be an interesting boss, though. I would be a fantastic boss. I was a boss. You'd be like Michael Scott. (laughs) I would not be. You would be saying a bunch of inappropriate shit. (laughs) I stop it. No, I like to think that I know how to lead. I know how to inspire. I know how to motivate. He does all that very well. He's just also inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Man, yeah. Fuck you, Yelp. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've only been, I've only been fired from one job, and it was like ten years ago, maybe more yeah. than that now. I've been fired from half the jobs I've had, and what, what's very interesting, I was telling Ankit this before, is every job I was fired at, you did after, better the next time. I did, but after I left, the culture died, or the business itself died. Now, I'm not saying. I'm the greatest thing to ever walk the earth in these businesses. I'm just saying it's a strange coincidence. Every time Chris Marshall leaves a goddamn business, something bad happens. <laughs> well, you are my boy, so I'll just hype you up and say, yeah, I agree with you. Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> Carvel. Carvel, the whole business. Everyone who worked there essentially left two months after I, I got fired. Proactive. They replaced me did with you, a vending machine. Did you leave before? Did you get fired before I left, before I got fired? I'm sure I did. That might have been like a week before. Proactive. They replaced me with a vending machine. Power well, did, that just sounds like you did terrible. Power, and they were smarter without you. Yeah. Power, <laughs> power did well without me when I left. This other company, Imperial, I left. Everyone left. This other company called Local Lenders, I left. The thing shut down. Yelp went down. And where I'm at chilling, I'm chilling. This company most likely would be chilling as well. I mean, not to say that you you set a nice atmosphere for your team, because I'm sure you do. But obviously, it's a much bigger business than one team. Shit, our team's most of the business. But, yo, shout out to the team. I love my team, man. I hope we, we stay steady rocking for the next, like, two decades. I'll be cool with it. Two decades. Wow. I mean, obviously, that's unlikely, right, to have 12 people to be in sync for that long. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty wild to be in sync for for, uh, two years. And, you know, my next stage in life, buying a house and shit, is dependent on literally these people, the culture, and and the company. So, um, yeah, Yeah, wild shit. If that's a company you plan on staying at, then yeah. Well, I mean... I don't mind. I love who I work with, and I don't mind the work. So you you, you keep doing it. But ideally, if I could, I mean, if we could make yeah, yeah, seven, yeah, I'll take seventy grand a week doing this shit. I could sell some t-shirts. I could sell some alcohol. Well, are we gonna make our own alcohol? No, we get ad sponsors. You tool. Yeah, from Ciroc uh, and some Nunes, maybe. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. In uh, in other news, Frank, I got stood up twice this weekend. I ain't ashamed to say it. I ain't ashamed to say it. <laughs> I ain't ashamed. You ain't ashamed to say it. I'm good for you, man. I mean, you shouldn't be. Uh, that's because how lost. That's, that's my boy. That's my boy. Uh, yeah, is it, this is the same girl, though, you say. Not two different girls. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, my my ego would be hurting 
If a it was two different girls. Two different girls, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I don't, you know, I almost want to reach out and be like, yo, what was it? Yeah, I can't do that. Of course you can't do that. But like, <laughs> when you know, when you know you're, you're like the greatest, when you know you're the MVP, what's up? Well, because at that point, it seems like that's her own damn problems. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm not really judging you, but I have no idea. I mean, it is and- also pretty immature to, to bail on someone without really giving the real reason. Now, I'm not saying you didn't give the real reason, but you most she, likely didn't. She gave a legitimate reason. She but, gave uh, a reason. Well, uh, true. <laughs> um, hey, I've never met anyone from a dating app. You have had experience from this. I have yes. not. So. It seems like literally you have to play this like a goddamn sales cycle. I'm good at sales, not good at selling on a dating app. Well, we've always, I mean, we've always said we're good at many things. It seems like we we haven't found the girl yet. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just, oh, oh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. And it's funny because like I woke up this morning, like you know what. It is what it is. You never know what could happen, but I know damn well I spent, I saved 400 bucks on a date last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's always a nice way to look at it, man. Good for you. What, looking at it from a monetizer standpoint? Glass is always half full, my friend. At least you saved 400 bucks. Yeah, but it would have been nice if it was was half full of red wine with, you know, a nice girl and a cutie right next to you. I mean, but you're right, 400 bucks on that. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah, who knows, man? These dating apps, you never know what the hell anyone's doing these days. Yeah, no, you know, I just I, I just had to tell the people that I picked myself up, like, unlike Nate Robinson. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you, you, get, you get punched, you get back up. I like to see it. Polarizing, that's the P word I was looking for. Polarizing. I'm Polarizing. glad you found it at the 30, 30th minute of the episode. Yeah, man, because I'm telling you, man, the last 10 minutes of my stories was polarizing. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of it with Jake Paul, but I thought of it with Chris Marshall. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, man. That makes sense. <laughs> Everything I said has been polarizing, man. And, and, and I almost think, I don't know. I don't know. I almost think my Instagram almost hurts me. I need like a personal Instagram, but I got locked out. But uh, You say as in like your dating life. For any new girl to go to your Instagram, my yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, specifically, yeah. they look at this like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yo, it's so complex that you we just don't have enough time. You're not interested in me enough to be interested well, that's, in this yet. That's Well, yeah, because that's the problem with – that's one of the issues with dating apps. You're, you're just looking at a shell. You're not – you don't know anything. Yeah, that's why I was quick to be like, let's just link up. You seem like you're worth my time to link up. Maybe next and, time tell her you don't have an Instagram till you finally meet up. Yeah, or I could just uh, do my Instagram the way everyone else does, where it just kind of tricks people or showcases their best features. I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to showcase my men- mentality, which uh, makes me money, finds me no love. <laughs> well, your Instagram ain't to blame for that. It's not like it. <laughs> I'm not, that also sounded very fucked up. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I didn't mean there was more meaning to it. <laughs> there was, don't, like an read, don't read too deep into that one, kid. But no, you're I saying don't. your Instagram is not causing you any negatives in life. 
No, in fact, it only gives me positives unless I'm being judged on it from a female's perspective. Which you're also just assuming or guessing. I mean, I've had that. Bro, they immediately try and like check pictures of you. It's like, yo, you go on my my Instagram. I just gave you six pictures on a dating app. Why do you got to go check pictures? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And (laughs) I was was steered away from your Instagram. But like, you know, whatever. I don't get people. Just because my Instagram's full of texts, read the goddamn texts. Well, that's because Instagram isn't designed for that. Yeah, which is why my engagement's a bit low. But you know what? It is what it is. We figure it out and we keep on moving. We keep on stacking and we keep on living life the way we want. I love stacking. Stacking, you know, when I get uh, sad, I just open up my bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, it certainly happened to me. You know, on like a, a down Tuesday or something, you're just like, let me open Yo. up this, this little app real quick. Oh, you know what? Life's kind of good. When you get stood up twice. <laughs> Yo, especially right now, my Robin Hood account's at 69. I just look at that. What's up, baby? What's up? What's up? <laughs> you, at least you get a 69 subway. Get <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> I mean, I tell you, it's a fucked up way to live, but I'm living. Yeah, well, you know, we're just trying to enjoy life. When a nice, nice lady comes in, we treat her right, and then they'll realize who missed out. And when that lady comes in, and if she's a salesman, I have no problem telling her that it may be slightly more easier for her to cold call than me. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you just gotta watch. In the beginning, you gotta watch what you say. Yo, they were like, Chris, we believe it's not the gender that creates the talk time, but rather the skill. Fuck you. I mean, they, I I wonder if there's a study on that. There probably is. Well, that's why I have to say, but I don't know. I don't know because if you're a mechanic in Kentucky. And a New York girl calls you. I think that that person would potentially hold the conversation a half a second more than if I was. Because if I immediately go in there, click. Well, now you can say, well, that, that, I mean, that's where the skill comes in, right? I could be like, hey, you're Kentucky. Do you like the Wildcats? Like, and create conversation X, Y, Z. But initially, just Having a softer voice, I believe, gives you that half a second advantage. What if there's a man with a very soft voice? My voice is very soft. Yeah, you were getting a little excited this whole episode. You just, I guess I see where you can uh, manipulate your voice, but... I mean, manipulating, that's a tough word. But tonality is everything. <laughs> see, what I'm see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather you talk to me the other way. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, man. It's certainly been a, a fun episode. A little Drake Beard action. Drake Beard. Drake Beard one, Drake Beard two. Yeah, nice nice looking at you, too. Nice looking at what? What'd you just say? I said it's nice looking at you, Drake, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, you could see yourself in the fucking Zoom, but yeah, you look at Drake Wall, baby. 
<laughs> it does look like I'm wearing a Ken shirt, though. I can't lie. Yeah, I mean. This thing is a bit tight. I probably can't put this one back on, at least outside. I don't know. You talk about my goddamn gloves being tight. At least it's not my fucking torso fucking. Well, the difference, like, that may not be enjoyable to work out in. This is restricting, but looks kind of good. I don't know. Should we take a poll up for the ladies? Do you want to take a poll up? Does this look good or not? I had someone reach out to me and they say, yo, it's funny that you record right next to your bed. <laughs> you, you, you record right next to your bed. You, yeah, yeah, but my frame don't see it. Oh, yeah, well. I'll, I'll, show, I'll show my bed. You still I'll, don't see it. Yeah, well, at least my bed's made. All right, that's enough. I'm 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 heading out. You be you were disrespectful most of this episode. I forgive you because <laughs> it's all good. That's my uh, boy. I hope the listeners enjoyed. We certainly uh, brought the heat. I'm out. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next. Boys time. and girls. Peace. <laughs>